So, uh, Alex, when you sat down to watch Joker this weekend, did you find all the exits? Were you were you uh, were you um, aware of your surroundings, Jackson? You didn't even ask how I got these scars. No, wrong movie. No, wrong no, movie. it's the right movie. So you got them at the theater? I got them at the theater. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so um, big, big weekend this weekend. Joker, from what I understand, nothing happened anywhere. Yes. Which is good news. Yes. Um, I heard there were security on staff at the Marcus Theaters in yep, our that's where, area. That's where I, I okay. went and I, I saw them. Yeah, New Vision doesn't care that much about their customers. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think I, eventually we're going to get big enough that that could have legal ramifications. Well, I, I mean, I think that's, I don't know, security. I don't know. That seems going a little too far, in my opinion. But No whatever. such thing. <laughs> <laughs> no such thing when it comes to security. I I'm suppose. a fan of the Patriot Yeah, Act. there you go. Big that Patriot Act guy. Big huh? Patriot Act guy. Yeah. Tap everything. Tap metal my Metal detectors at your movies. Yep. Yep. All everything. Right. Everywhere. I want a metal detector when I leave my bathroom. Actually, that's funny. You mentioned the, you said something. Ta- tap your my anus. anus. Tap my, your yeah. anus. Tap my so anus. I just saw, this isn't quite the anus, but there is a company in Wisconsin that put microchips in people's hands. Like instead of ID cards, they have, they're chipped. Oh, you know that there are people who think that that's like that's like the sign of the devil. That's the mark of the beast. What the chip? Yeah, the oh. chip. Once you get the chip, you're, it's all over. You're done. Those who don't have the chip, they have a soul. They're not, not going right. to hell. I've swear to God. But yeah. Man. So we're just bored and annoyed with Joker this week. Right? Just Joker, just no Joker. Topic. I feel like the movie it's big enough for it to be a topic. Enough. Yeah, big right, enough. Well, um, yeah, so I mean, you could spin that off to just say Joker, as in Joker in general. I mean, we can have a little discussion on different Jokers. Joker as a character. Yeah, I assumed that that would so be that part works. of it. Bringing you the most important and the most entertaining news that you will get all day is the movie news with a couple of rabble rousers, Jackson and Helmet the movie. It's bored and annoyed with the news. I know Scorsese. Might have. Uh, I haven't talked to you about this, but I, right. I figured he might have irritated you. I mean, this week. A okay, bit. so let's just let's just go into the quote. The quote is that he basically said that Marvel movies are not films. They're not films. They're amusement park. They're theme amuse- park yes. rides or yes. something. Yes. And I mean, they are kind of like an amusement park or a theme park. I mean, the hooping and the hollering and the screaming on opening weekend. I mean, that's very theme parkish. Does that make it not a film? Though? That's 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 the whole point is like just because people enjoy it. Does that mean it's not a film? Does it have to be? I mean, the the problem is, is that we're getting into the semantics of what makes a film. And I get what he's trying to say, but it's kind of like you remember, like way back in the day, you and I had a, like a discussion about what makes a real film. Yes. And correct. I'm like, well, it's all real okay. films. OK. Now you can you okay. know disqualify something for its quality if you want sure. say i don't think it's a good film but it's still a film yeah like transformers 2 is a film it's still a film oh it's still is it though i mean it's a movie i mean that's the thing it's like <laughs> oh, oh is it a flick or is and, it a movie and, and i'm saying it as the guy who like sometimes i like a good trashy yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so I, and I don't think the but the, but my point would be right. to him is that i don't think the marvel movies are that Mm. In my opinion. Well, I wouldn't say I mean, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm like, 
how what's what really separates them from something like et or back to the future tonally they're pretty similar uh they're crowd pleasers in the same way you know i mean the good ones are approaching that echelon of like i think you would say i I think you would say that they are more dependent on action big blockbustery type cgi shit i guess uh but what the thing he he said that i didn't like and i'm paraphrasing he said something about like there's no emotion or something in the character interactions. Like there's right. He said something specifically, and we should probably have it pulled up if we were professionals. I um, mean, but he said something specifically about, about that, that aspect of it. And my first thought was like, I don't know, man, there's been a few like tear jerker moments where characters were built up really well. Right. Uh, I, don't... I, I think about the end of guardians Two. I think Guardians 2 has a really emotional ending. Right. I think um I think Guardians 1's beginning kind of rips your heart out a little bit with the mom with the cancer. Sure. Yeah, right. Um, like how is that how is that not like character or, building? Or when when uh uh oh god, I'm blanking. Peggy has her Alzheimer's moment. One of the saddest moments in the MCU, I Yeah, would see, say. I wasn't that attached to Peggy, but that it's a very heartbreaking scene yes, knowing what sure. it means to Steve. Um, there are moments of real emotion and real characters, right, so I don't get it. So here's what he said. Mm. As well made as they are with actors doing the best they can under the circumstances, the best thing I can compare it to is theme parks. It isn't the cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experiences to another human being. And on that, I just disagree. Right. I, I mean, just That sounds like a guy who hasn't watched many of them. Right. Well, and it's like, if it's not your bag, man, right. just say that. That's fine. Right. But you don't, don't need you don't to insult to, it. You don't have to tear it down. Yeah. I and mean, Jennifer it, Aniston is piling on. Is she? Today. Yeah. Did she yeah, have she a quote? She said something about how it's like killing cinema or something. And it's like, you know what kills cinema are all the your fart movies. movies that you do with Ben Stiller and whatever you, as, the, mother. as the boring... I'm sorry, but she is the boring, you know, straight man character to you know whoever I, the goofy bastard is in her movie. This is just what happens when you're king of the hill. Everybody wants to take a like shot the at the Patriots. King. Yeah, exactly. The MCU is the Patriots of cinema. They absolutely are. <laughs> They're the Patriots of cinema. It's it's not it's not a bad comparison. The level of domination, box office, and consistency that they've yeah. had. It's I mean, I'm not saying they're the greatest. Right. But as far as like the quality. No, that's see, that's where I am a little like questioning of his thought process is like, I don't like the idea that they're just laughed off as these like like they're good. Maybe they're not great. Like, at least you can say they've come out with like 24 extremely like there's one or two. Bad, bad ones in the bunch yeah. really you know yeah and if if they're not and if they're not good they're probably just not your thing but they're well constructed yep. uh there's a lot of copy and paste shit like don't get me wrong but but that's every fucking movie right i think i mean we've reached a point where 
There is nothing new under the sun. We just try and put a new spin on something that's already been done. That's well, that's really where we're at. And these like anti-Marvel people this week with Joker, like thinking it's the greatest thing ever like that. Like, have you not seen any movie mm. from the 70s or yeah. like, I'm sorry, but uh, spoiler, I liked you were never really here better than Joker. Oh, OK. From last year. I, overall, I think it's a better movie. Now, this one might have had a little bit more to intrigue me just because it's the Joker. Yeah. But like, it's not, they're both like kind of gritty. I mean, it's you like, know what I mean, all you have to do is look at the two inspirations, King of Comedy and Taxi Driver. Right. It's like, well, it, no, there's nothing new. Right. Sorry. Like, and that doesn't mean it's bad. No, it doesn't. Right. No. Yeah. Just fucking. I, it's just one of those things where it's like, get off your damn high horse. It's just movies. Like, I get, like, Scorsese's, I'm like, actually, I've been, I, can I tell you I'm impressed with how you're taking Scorsese's comments? I, I must respect, say. I respect him. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's amazing. I mean, in all honesty, the Jennifer Aniston one bothered it's me more. more annoying. <laughs> because it's like, you have no goddamn right to talk. You have no right to talk. You contribute she, nothing to she cinema. She was in Friends. Yeah, exactly. Ross and Rachel. Yeah. The, the 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 not as good as Seinfeld comedy from the nineties. Yeah, the not even close to as good as yes, Seinfeld. Correct. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just that bothers me more. All right. Well, I'm glad I, <laughs> I also had like a couple days to process it, and then I started you know reading all of these people's comments online. And when you read people who have the vitriolic, angry reaction, sure. That might be your immediate like. They well, sound what like the? lunatics. Well, and you're like, like, you know what? Let's let's uh, bring it back to the right. realm of sanity, well, folks. I was hoping for a little bit of a blow up from, nah. from and I probably would have like mostly agreed with you, yeah. Hon- honestly, because I like I read it. I don't agree with him. I I think I just think he's wrong. I just think he's wrong, and you're right. He probably hasn't seen him. I, of course he hasn't. Seen, I mean, come on. There's so many examples yeah. of, of, of him what I talked wrong. about. Yeah. His his Pim being wrong. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I. That's what really annoys me is the people who are like, these movies aren't for me. But you've you've never watched one to actually know, because I feel like if you I've it's gotten to the point where Marvel is good enough with their movies that I feel like if you like blockbuster movies, you should probably like at least a few of those Marvel movies. Sure. Because they're just well-constructed yeah. character or action pieces. Yeah. You know? Well, this reminds me of uh, with the wife. She doesn't like Westerns. Mm. And I'm always like, well, wait a minute. You can't really do that. You can't just say I like because when I turn one on, I try to watch one with her. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can tell she's she's shut off to the idea that it could be good. Mm. So even if it's on for two hours and she's like passively watching it. Right. It's not like it's like you made up your mind before you watched it. So even if Scorsese's seen these, I mm. mean, he is a human being. Right. Like everyone else. Right. He says he tried to watch them. Right. But what did he go in? Like what expectations did, did he, he pull have? out his phone? Yeah. Like we do sometimes when right. something sucks or yep. we're not into something, yes. you know, because I can watch something the first time and maybe I'm just in a certain type of mood. I'm not engaged. And then I watch it the second time and I think it's great. Yeah. You know, so I had a movie that exactly that that exactly where I, I turned it on this week and we'll get into sh- for shit we watched. Oh, I'm but, excited. Uh, but uh, I didn't see it initially because I'm like, not my type of movie. Not going to see it. Decided to see it. It was not my type of movie. Okay. It was 
But I can say objectively, it doesn't have anything to do with um, it not being my type of movie. It was a poorly constructed movie. Okay. I'm excited to hear what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, we can talk about some other things. Let's see. We've got the uh, the director for the new ballerina movie, which is the spinoff for John Wick. Uh, it is the director of the Underworld movies. All of them? Has he done all the Underworld movies? I don't think he's done all of them. So I kind of, I, I don't like those movies. Len Weissman. I don't like those movies. I get it, though. Because he's like a world building guy. He's hip. He did like a world building movie. But also like things in an underground organization. And I feel like they looked at him and they're like, well, you're kind of close visually to what we do. So why don't you just. No, it's bad, though, because the action in those isn't great. No, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad action. It's like it it was. Is it bad or is it just that you don't give a flying (laughs) fuck about anyone in any of the action scenes? Like, is it objectively bad action? It's been so long that I don't even fucking remember. I think it's action devoid of tension. Sure. And it's not just because you don't care about the characters, but it's also because it's so slow-mo, you know, no real choreo. Like, there's choreography, but it's kind of like, watch how badass this one person is as they take out everybody. Well, okay, question. Can he use slow-mo in the John Wick I don't universe? want it. I don't think you can do it. I don't it. think it can works. You? No. No. Yeah. I mean, the, they'll probably allow him to do it and be like, well, it's a spinoff. And do yeah, your but that's own thing. why John Wick's so awesome is because he it just flows. It just happens. Right. It's yeah. like watching a heightened reality. Right. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, uh, that stinks. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's bad news. Uh, let's see. What are, what else did we have? Uh, well, I know Scorsese, back to him, his movie, The Irishman, apparently theaters don't want to screen it because they have some sort of a issue with Netflix and Netflix is only giving it three a three week theatrical run before it's on on streaming. Right. So these theaters, they actually don't want to. Well, put it in, right? So I think, yeah, I think there's a couple things here. So the movie's really long. So how many, how many full screen like showings can you even get? Right. How many people want to go to the theater for a movie that long? When right. They know they can watch it at their own house in three weeks. In three weeks, and you've yep. kind of killed their, you know, now that you've already said, oh, released on streaming on this date, yeah. everybody's just going to say, well, fuck it, I'll just wait till then. Um, I. I don't know. This is going to be interesting moving forward, though, because for big movies that Netflix has the right to, mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to happen a lot. Right. Well, I mean, Netflix has made itself the enemy of traditional cinema because they have foregone the exhibition. Sure. Um, so I don't I don't know. Like, I don't, you asked before we started the episode, because you brought up this story, whose side are we on? You know, we're going to, yeah. we're going to take sides yeah. here. Oh, you take a stand. And we're it's like, I kind of, I don't, yeah. And true to form. We don't have an answer. <laughs> I don't have an answer. Uh, I don't have, a, I don't have a side here because like, like you said, you made a compelling argument for why the theaters don't want it. Right. And I think that Netflix, you know, I mean, like. Netflix is just going to do what Netflix does. Well, I mean, what is Netflix supposed to do? They have the one of the biggest directors of all time directing the cast of all of his favorite movies, and right. they have the rights to it. Yes. What the fuck are they supposed to do? Right. I mean, they, they'll get a bunch of subscriptions just from this movie. Right. Like this is a this is an event where 
there will be tangible amounts of people who sign up for Netflix to watch this movie. I, I think I, I sort of I I you know what? I'm going to disagree. Oh, really? Because I think like the older like move, the snobby ish movie crowd. Will maybe. See, will but I mean, this. I feel like that's a small crowd. Okay. I do. I feel like us, the cinephile crowd, we're actually kind of a small part of the population. Okay. Um, now, if this was the next big Marvel movie coming out and we're it was the Netflix. the best part of the population. Oh, boy. Yep. Not going to get into that, Scorsese. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't think that there are going to be a ton of people flocking to this because I look at like Scorsese's sort of box office run recently and it hasn't been great. Yeah, but this isn't like another Scorsese movie. This is this right. is the first time since I believe Casino. Mm-hmm. Like it's got that feel to it and people go Goodfellas is his in my opinion that's like his magnum opus, right? Right. And everybody loves Pacino, De Niro, fucking Pesci. Right. You got Pesci back. I don't know if he's an asshole again. I hope he's the same character he was in the last two right. Scorsese movies. But right. it's an event. It is an event. I mean, uh, we'll see what happens. I, I, I have no doubt that it will do well on Netflix, but they're making the right call. Because like, yeah, right. Well, I mean, what are what are they supposed to do? Let it be out for three months and then it comes to Netflix and like nobody everything cares. else. Yeah. And ever, nobody cares. No, this, yeah. this is in fact, I would say that theaters are almost lucky to have been offered a three week window. OK. You know, because Netflix could be like, no, you have to watch it on Netflix or you don't see it. Well, you know, it also may, makes me wonder because I think the movie's like three hours and 45 minutes or three and a half hours long. It's like long. Holy fuck. So, yeah, then I start to wonder, too, on the theater side is, well, what can you show that three times in a day? Right. I mean, how many screens do you have to take up to do that? How many screens are already taken by Disney for whatever deal they have <laughs> with every fucking theater? Honestly. <laughs> Like, what you don't, what I are you going to play like four movies? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hope it's playing around here because I will go. Uh, I wish there was an intermission, which mm. apparently, from what I understand, there is not. You know what? You watch it at home, you get to decide right. your own that's intermission. That's just it. Yeah, that's it. Right. So, so yeah, we'll see. But I'm excited to see the movie. I think it's got like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes from God damn. Yeah, it's that's supposed impressive. to be good. Uh, let's see. Uh, we also had uh, Brie, Brie Larson had some comments about uh, oh, online trolls. Uh, what did she trolls. say this time? Did she troll the trolls again? She, I think she trolled the trolls. Yeah, she's, I think, she's getting pretty good at that. Well, she said she's like, oh, I didn't know that there was like, I didn't know that there was anything going on there. She's like, truthfully, I, I don't have the time for that. Like, when I do get spare time, I don't spend it on that. I'm like, have I called my mom today? Have I eaten okay. enough today? Have and what I, was she speaking of specifically? Did somebody ask the, her the about anti, the anti Brie Larson, <laughs> anti anti Captain Marvel, yeah. the geeks and gamers of the world? Oh boy! See now, I don't, I'm not a geeks and gamers guy. Jeremy from Geeks and Gamers with another video, uh, but but um, but I she annoys me, right? But I'm not like it's not gonna you know. I just I wish but that she I think could... it's funny that she did like dress up as like a Star Wars character or whatever and right. say she wanted to. That's funny yep. because, you know, that just makes them sick. Yep. So that's pretty good troll work. I you know, it's it's moments like that where like I kind of like her a little bit like she she pulls it back a little bit because sure. I really didn't like the whole like, oh, I don't need to know what a white man right. thinks about. Yeah. Uh, well, whatever the wrinkle in time. 
Oh, you know, yeah, that's right. That's what it was. Because you're a white man and you thought it sucked. Yeah. And I don't matter because it's not a movie made for me. And it's like, well, yeah, but I could watch any child's movie. It doesn't matter who the target demographic right. is. If it's not poor, if it's not well, well made, it's not well made. You know what? You just kind of brought up a good point, too. Or you made me think of a good point. And I don't remember if we talked about this the last time mm. that this came up. But uh, you're, you know, this is a film film in the A Wrinkle in Time that that area of right. filmmaking right you're doing it to make money right yeah so you better make sure that like the the quote unquote like white population maybe you should care what they think about it since they're it's, the vast majority of people well they're, they're that go that will go spend to the money cinema. to go yeah. to the cinema yeah you know, I don't I mean, know. Well, and they are trying to comment. do. Well, it's a dumb comment that you just made. Is no, that, that she like, made. Oh, I mean, she's she's making. I understand what they're doing because they're going after sort of like an underutilized. Like they're hoping for the black market sure. or a black, uh, black Panther sort of uh, yeah. thing where well, it's an underutilized part of the population. Okay. And they're going to come out in droves because like they don't get shit made for them like well, this. Well, no, and that's, I get it. And that's true. But Black Panther spent a ton of money and there were a ton of white people that also paid money to see black panther yeah. and liked it and, and so yeah. her point is dumb whereas now the maybe the medea movies they're probably made mm. for like three million dollars right and it doesn't matter right well it's it was meant to be a new franchise it was meant to be a part of like disney's new tentpole i'm sure because the I wrinkle in time was? I, be I believe so i think it was, was it I that bad i haven't seen it it's it's truly atrocious <laughs> It was one of the worst movies I saw of was that last year? I think it was last year because you talked about it on the podcast. God damn, that was a bad movie. It's a really bad movie. Sorry, Brie. I know you don't care what I think. Was she in it? No, 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 she wasn't. She was just talking about she it. She was just it well, got brought up. It was the idea of representation. We need more uh, people yes. in representation. And and like it's like that's all fair and good. Sure. I get it. You know, but let's not disqualify somebody's opinion because right. they're not the right person right that's all yeah smart but you know uh, i mean Joker, except for yours except for mine i mean yeah but we disqualify mine on an individualistic that's true. basis the whitest movie we will disqualify no we Alex's just disqualify opinion. my opinion right because i'm me oh okay okay not because i'm white or a dude i think it's those things oh yeah. okay i mine too i mean well, I mean, well, I, I just, don't know why we have this show, really. I disqualify your opinion on a second by second <laughs> basis. Right. All right. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't really think there's too much else. Uh, Joker came out, did really well at the box office. Ninety six million opening weekend, nine hundred thirty five worldwide. Jesus. Uh, so it's doing gangbusters. This movie is absolutely guaranteed to hit 500 million, on, which is on. insane. 135 worldwide, right? You said 935. 235. Oh, you 90s. said 935. Did I say 935? Yes. I was like, no, it couldn't have done no, that. No, it's no. going to beat it's going to be an uh end game. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's on pace. Uh no, yes. It's going to crush it. 500 million is the estimate? I, I no, I would I'd say it's on pace to definitely pass 500 million, might even okay. pass 600, which would be Really impressive. So people weren't too scared to go see the Joker this weekend. Yeah. I guess that's the story. Yeah. I mean, it's part of it, right? Um, the media made this big fucking deal out of it. Did they really? I didn't see much on the media about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, you don't have security guards all of a sudden hired to be at your movie theater and change your bag policy. Mm. 
that's for true. nothing. That's true. So, that's true. So yeah, I uh, yeah. But anyway, um, um, keeping with the DC news though. Okay. Zack Snyder revealed something today, or not today? A couple days ago. Oh, I haven't heard this. You remember that? Uh, okay, Man of Steel, beginning of the movie or sure. end of the movie? End of the movie. Okay. Gen- General's all like, "Oh, you don't don't trust you. Got my yes. satellites on." Yes, you. the satellites. Yeah. He was supposed to be the uh, the Martian Manhunter. That kind of works. Yeah. It kind of makes sense. Like I get it. I, I get it. I still hold on, hold on, fa- hold on, hold on, hold on. Excuse me. Sorry. Is he the Martian Manhunter during that scene or yes. he was going? Yes. Oh, he's supposed to be. He's a shapeshifter. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I know. I thought but, maybe the. Okay. Yeah. That was the plan. He revealed the uh, the storyboards, which, you know, the you can tell how rough of an idea it was because it looked like it was drawn in crayon. Like in a matter of five minutes. Well, it couldn't have been worse than what we ended up getting. No, no. Although Zack I, I just, Snyder was at the helm of what we got, too. So right. he's in. Yeah. I, I just love the fact that he's still on this train. Yeah, you're done. Walk away. Why do you do this? Walk away, Zach. I, I feel like his whole damn point. I feel like, in all honesty, I feel like his reason for existing is for the hashtag Snyder Cut. Release the Snyder Cut. Well, Jason Momoa saw the Snyder Cut. Oh, it's fucking sweet, bro. It's fucking sweet, bro. <laughs> you know what, though? Yeah, that's it's really getting pathetic. It is. Like, you're done. I'm showing Jackson the, the, the uh, storyboards. The bottom right storyboard, it looks like Bobby from King of the Hill to me. That was my first reaction. From <laughs> King of the Hill. But... But yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, he's thinking, I mean, he's just, he needs to go do his own thing. Yeah. Go do something else. He needs to move on. He needs to direct a movie not written by him Mm. where his aesthetic works. Mm. Like the Holocaust. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm just saying (laughs) he's so goddamn dour. I was thinking like the big comic book style action scenes oh. and the Holocaust. I'm like, huh, how could we Holocaust, work one of those in? Hey, the, the zooms and the pans. And yeah, uh, a um, a Jewish person during the Holocaust gets superpowers, fucking destroys Nazis. There's a movie. OK, it actually could be really Magneto. cool. Well, there's that. But I mean, sure. like something a little. Yeah, a little why different. Not? Fuck it. I'd like to see some Nazis get killed by a Jewish superhero. It. That it's sounds one, great. It's one of my favorite. It's one of the things where I'm like, how has this not been a movie yet? Like, we live in this time. Well, I mean, it's part of what made uh, the, the what was the World War II zombie movie that wasn't really a zombie movie Overlord. at all? Overlord. Yeah, it's part of what made that so fun, it right? It was so great. Yeah, it was great. I need to buy that on Blu-ray. That's a fucking fantastic movie. It is a great movie. movie. Um, but do you want to go into the Joker? Yes. Review? Yeah. So Joker, uh, let's first off, first off, I already started by saying this, but I'm going to say it again. My like, initial thoughts on the movie. Mm. I really, 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 really liked it. I okay. liked it a lot. I kind of loved it. Mm hmm. But then I got home and I saw the way that people who loved it are raving about it like they've never seen anything like it. That kind of annoys me Mm. because you know what? Like it shouldn't take putting the Joker in one of these slow character study movies Mm -hmm. to all of a sudden everybody likes these. Like if this wasn't the Joker, there's so many people that would have been bored out of their fucking minds. 
in my you're, opinion. You're right. I mean, I think the idea is that I think I honest to God, you take out the name Joker, keep the story exactly the same, but he doesn't put on a Joker makeup and ask to be called uh, Joker. OK. And I think those same people are probably bored. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I totally believe that. I 100 percent believe that. Now, now, I guess you could put a positive spin on this and say, well, hey, maybe this will open their eyes to this kind of movie. You nope. know what I'm saying? You don't think so? Nope. Okay. Because okay. people are comfortable in the things that they know, and they know these big pop culture characters. They know Joker. Yes. Joker is arguably the greatest, most popular uh, comic book super villain or villain of all time. To me, I don't even think it's close. No, it's probably I, I mean, not. Uh, yeah, I I went in very cautious about this movie sure. because I realized we were sort of dealing because of the Aurora shooting, because of sort of some of what's happening in society right now. I sort of get why some people were trepidatious about this movie. So I walked in and I was like, let's just see how it is. <laughs> and I thought this movie was really well made, like unbelievable. Like I was kind of blown away. Okay. I was really blown away. Um, and Phoenix, I mean, the Oscar hunt is over. Oh, you think so? I think it's over. You think it's done? I don't think. I will be shocked if there's anything that makes me go. That's better than Joaquin Phoenix and well, Joker. Well, it makes me even think about it. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I it was amazing. Okay. Um, now, I do have gripes as far as like. And they're stupid gripes. Like, they're not things Are they that, comic book nerd they're gripes? They're comic book yeah. nerd gripes. Right. But I figured. The, but I was able to put that, like, to the movie's testament, uh, I was able to put those aside. Okay. And say, this is a different thing. Let's just take it as it is. Sure. Um, there are a couple directorial, literally, like, shots where I was like, could have done that better. I, you know, everybody's talking about how great the, like, the cinematography and shit was in it. That was one thing where I guess I was surprised everybody thought it looked so great. Because mm. to me, there's a lot of, like, stale static shots in this. I think I think people were happy with that. Okay. If I'm honest. I think okay. it was, I think people were happy with the idea of a throwback to that kind of okay. movie. Sure. Um, I, but I'm also with you in that. I don't think the cinema, I think people are raving about the cinematography, don't really fully understand cinematography. Okay. Because I don't think it's good. I don't think it's great. Like, it had some nice set design and it had, it had a, I would say the set design and the costume design were actually maybe even more impressive than the actual cinematography. It really takes you back to watching like grimy old yes. New York 70s movies. Absolutely. Yes. In the best possible right. way. No, yeah, I, was, I I walked out extremely pleased with it. Uh, I mean, you brought up the controversy. Yeah. So let's just talk about that for a minute. So this one, I, you know, you see a lot of people saying it's like irresponsible trash or whatever. Uh, and I don't see that. I, you know, I'm very much like, okay, well, it's not the artist's job and the artist would be the filmmaker in this Mm. instance um which by the way uh going from the hangover trilogy to this is impressive yeah uh todd phillips todd um, phillips impressed you me. you you yeah you turned you turned 
my opinion of you as a director completely yeah. 180 it was good I, I didn't even think he was that shitty really no i just thought like he was just kind of like a workman director you know you it's know? funny that you say that because i was watching uh joe rogan's podcast he was interviewing rob zombie sure and rob zombie was talking about how if you mute the hangover mm. and you just watch it like if you were to turn the sound off it's not a comedy that it's like a, it's like a comedy that's really well it looks it's like well a, shot. Yes. It's like a good. It looks like a move, like a big budget movie. It's clean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is. And yeah. to that point, that was again, that was a couple weeks ago that I watched that. And I'm like, huh, maybe maybe there's something to this. And maybe this guy actually has a ton of talent. Um, mm. I uh, but but it's not my point I was getting to was it's not his responsibility to make sure that every person who views his movie understands that like the character of the Joker isn't someone to like look up to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, for me, I'm watching it and like I I had empathy for the character because I mean, everybody listening to this knows what this movie's about. Right? right. Right. But I had empathy for the character. He's getting shit on all the time. But he was such a fucking weirdo mm. that it was hard for me to really like feel for him the way i wouldn't a protagonist in another movie okay which i felt like was kind of intentional okay. because it is hard to like level you feel strange around people that have problems like he has it's like you almost can't treat them like a normal person well, it's I think hard i think that's the whole damn point of the right. movie exactly so i'm sitting there watching it from that perspective and then i'm seeing like well, what if someone who's bullied goes and sees this movie and they see all these people looking up to him? But it's like, OK, well, th then they didn't really understand the movie. Um, I don't think of the joke. He's our protagonist, but he's not a hero. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, I don't agree with that I, concept. So what I'm going to say uh, is that I understand your point. Sure. I slightly disagree. Okay. Um, I would say that if you're making an ambiguous ending about how you're supposed to feel about the character at the end. Okay. And it does sell this kind of idea. And I've been kind of waffling back and forth on this. I've been really, and this is a testament to the movie. The movie is actually really good. It really makes you think. Okay. And part of it is some of the stuff that you just take in from the outside world and attribute to the movie. Um. But I've been thinking a lot about the whole like the argument against violent video games and like, how is this different? How is it? How is it saying like kids shouldn't watch this movie? How is that different? Or how is saying that this movie is potentially dangerous? Whereas I can say a video game with zombies having their brains blown <laughs> off um, is not dangerous for a child. Um and I've been wrestling with that a lot. I think you could find some if you were looking, you could find some ways. I, I, I mean, yeah, I've been I've been I've been thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, and I can I can share those thoughts here. But I would say the thing that makes me think that it is incumbent upon him is that if you are trying to make him seem like a bad guy, there are certain decisions made within the last few shots and within the last few minutes of the movie that do kind of glorify him with music choice, with shot choice, with how other characters interact with him. And so that complicates it to the point where it's like, if somebody is looking, actually, I don't even think they have to be looking for that message. I think the movie is borderline saying, 
this guy was necessary because these people are bad and this world is bad. See, I, that's another thing where can we just or we just this is going to be spoilers conversation. Um, What's do, your grade? Do, grade. What's your grade on this? I'll go B plus. OK, I I struggle. Might be a minus. I struggle. I think I'm giving it an A minus. OK, it, it's a contender for like top 10 movies of the year. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. say it was really fucking good. Mm hmm. Um, fully agree. But yeah, so, so that's where I'm differing a little bit too. Like, you know, there's the whole kill the rich motif in this. Yes. Like almost like the, the, um, the Antifa or, uh, what yeah. was the, the Occupy Wall Street type right, idea. Right, right, Um, and I didn't see it necessarily as like, oh, they're the, they're like, oh, we're supposed to feel bad for all these people. And like Thomas Wayne's an asshole. I was looking at it as like. This is how they view Thomas Wayne, because Mm. the only thing we really get of Thomas Wayne being an asshole, really, is his comment about their clowns. Mm. You know, like, oh, well, the you know, it makes sense. He's dressed up like a clown. They're all clowns, you know. Okay, so outside of that, and maybe this is just like knowing Thomas Wayne as a character from other Batman lore. Yeah, this might be leaking in and poisoning my brain on this. Well, he's a good man in other things. And in this, he does seem to be portrayed as a little bit more of a dick. But 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 okay. so, yes, I believe that's true. But the one other time where we have like a really focused scene with him Mm -hmm. is when joker like kind of meets him in the bathroom right and he's just come and a cot like come to his house right and fucking fucked with his son and and i'm looking at it from thomas wayne's perspective like dude you're a fucking psycho you're dangerous you've touched my kid yeah get the fuck out of here right so so i don't even consider that him being a prick i throw that scene out Completely. Even though he was an asshole in that scene, but you're saying it's justified. Justified asshole. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Um, I mean, I think that's I think that's part of it, but I do think it's just I think it's more than that. Because I think I think that I think it's more than just the kill the rich. I think it's also like this idea of like tear it down. Sure. You know? Um and the and it and is the, the the social services are getting cut off. Yeah, and, yeah sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and it's all fucked and, you know, they don't care about people like you and they certainly don't care about people like me. Right. That whole conversation. Um, it's, it's, it's really at the end. It's really at the end where he, he, you know, he, he's watching the city burn and you are, and he does say like, isn't it beautiful or whatever. And, um, and you are as a sane person kind of like, well, this is wrong, but also at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. But are you? But at like, the same time, the but, but that's the whole point of the movie is the right. movie is making the argument that this society was so goddamn broken. It needed a revolution, basically, is, I, what, is basically what the movie's argument was. I don't see it that way the because problem, we know that this revolution that he brings isn't good. Right. You know what well, I mean? And the problem. Well, we know that is Batman fans as a singular movie. I mean, he's a fucking whack job. He is. He is. The problem. The problem with the movie is that I really actually think they tried to make him sympathetic. I think he's sympathetic, but like there's a detached sympathy for him because you can't even see him as a human being. Well, he's he's so weird. He's somebody that the system truly and utterly failed and he needed real help 
real psychological help. Being locked up actually would have been better for all of society for for him and right. for him as a person, because the things that he was exposed to, he did not have the mental capacity to. Oh, handle. his mother fucked him over big time. Too. His mother fucked him over, but also his jobs fucked him over. Also, there's the argument of was it nature or nurture? Because maybe it was Thomas Wayne's kid, and right. maybe Which she I is crazy. I, I liked that. Yeah. I liked the fact that they didn't really answer that. They I, had a clever way of yeah. like leaving it open that he could be. Yes. You know what I mean? And that was, a, I feel like that was a great choice. And I would say, like talking about great choices, my favorite goddamn choice in the whole movie is the revelation with that Zazie Beats scene where okay. he shows up in the apartment and she's like, Get you're Arthur. Yeah. You live with your mom. That was and up good. To the, I mean, the fact that they were dating up to that point, as far as you knew, I mean, it's the level of the movie. And this is why I can kind of see. And it's a really complex situation. I kind of get why people are a little disturbed by it and disturbed by the possible vindicating of a character like this. Okay. Um, But I also think that the movie is also at the same time saying this is an unreliable narrator. He's the epitome of an unreliable narrator. That's my point to the Thomas Wayne thing. Right. Because I'm, I'm seeing this movie like... Obviously, I can't be in his shoes because he's so fucking far gone and weird. Mm. And it's like you're watching it with like a like it's almost to me. I took it a lot of it as more like darkly comedic than I know a lot of people did in the screening I was in. I don't, because there was I like was, no laughing. I was in my laughing. Oh, I was really? laughing at this God guy. Damn, you were dark, dude. He fucking and it's purposeful. He fucking runs into a glass door when he's talking to the detectives and they look up and go like. You know, uh, they said something like, it's that's the, the exit. Entry. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just sitting and like, I was the only one laughing. And like the people I was with were looking at me because I couldn't. I thought it was fucking hilarious. I thought his joke at the end made me laugh. Which there was joke, a lot of dark which, shit. Which, which joke? When he's like, knock, knock. Who's there? And he's like, this is the police here to tell you that your, your son, son is, is dead, dead from a drunk driver. Right. And I'm just like, this is. This is fucked. And I loved that scene, too, because then he's like, he says something along the lines of, and I think Todd Phillips has actually kind of addressed this topic recently about how, like, comedy, it's subjective. Right. How you view the, view the world and certain things is very subjective. Yep. And when you have a guy like this, yeah. he believes in what he's doing, yep. however fucked it is. I think some of the funny things that he said he wrote, I think, were the funniest things. That, like, I hope my death makes more sense than my life. Sure. And it's in sense. Yeah. Like, pennies. Oh, his the fact that they kept showing his notebook it yes. was great. Now, I have a question for you. Does it bother you... Like trying to place him as like the mastermind who's going to be like the that, the, the, the anti Batman. It, it's why you have to look at it as like its own thing. Okay, because he's not. He's a fly by the seat of his pants. He got lucky. He has no mental capacity to actually plan out ex- extravagant, uh, 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 you know, booby traps for Batman. Or, Does he now though? I don't Does think so. he now? Because at the end, he's kind of grown into a different character. He has. Right now, there was nothing in this movie that made me think he was capable of He's that. He's smarter than Batman and can outwit Batman. Yes, there's nothing in this that I makes would agree. me think that. Now, I would agree. I, I don't agree that you 
have to view this as this own thing that where like Batman doesn't exist in this. Like, no, he clearly does. Right. So that, I will. guess that's my problem. So if the, you know, it, let's let's pretend they're going to make a movie down the road mm. with Batman and you have to bring this Joker back. Mm. Let's assume that's going to happen, because as much as they talk, five hundred million dollars talks to me. I think we're getting something mm-hmm. new from this. Um, I. I'm very intrigued to see how the fuck they would ever set this guy up as a villain against Batman. Because to me, Batman would just waste this motherfucker. Well, and I I really, truly think that. I don't think that Joaquin Phoenix would be interested in that. Okay. Because I and and it's why Joaquin Phoenix has said um, if Todd Phillips and I had our choice, we'd still be filming. Uh, Because in response to could we get a sequel? So even though he's going out and saying stuff like that, I don't fully buy it. One, because I know that during press tours and 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 talk shows and stuff, he he'll lie. He just says things because he doesn't he doesn't particularly like it. Sure. Um, but I just don't buy it because Walking Phoenix is the type of person that signs on for a project because the movie speaks to him as a person. Okay. And uh, I think you'd have to find a really psychologically interesting reason why th- he would be in the next I think movie. you could, though. Maybe. I think you could, and I think that people like money, and I, he would take a paycheck. I agree. I, I, you know what? I don't know if Joaquin Phoenix is the type of guy who will ever... I mean, look at his career. Has he done he, anything I, no, for a paycheck? I don't think he would do, like, a pile of shit. Right. You know what I mean? You're but just saying, like... It there might, is... Yeah, it could happen. And I think that they'll find a way to do it. I, that's my opinion. I, because this has got so much buzz, this fucking movie. Uh, I'm assuming it was relatively cheap. I, I would assume. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, getting sets and costumes to look like that, probably a little tough. Yeah, but it's um, going to be like, I bet it's, I, I bet, okay, it's $55 million. Which is, I mean, for a comic book movie, it's very, one, very, very it's cheap. It's one-fifth of, like, yeah. a big-budget Justice League-type movie. Right. Well, right? I mean, there's no CGI. Right. But, I mean, for a movie, like, does it look like a $55 million movie? No. I don't know. I, I would say it looks more like a $20 million it's movie. It's getting crazy. Like, some... You know what? Respect to, to a lot of filmmakers, I... I think it does look like an expensive movie because it's it looks good. It, it just looks doesn't, great. Yeah. I, you know, it's not uh it doesn't impress me as much as um I think it was the the evil Superman one that was made for like oh, 10 million, which right, I just right, f- fucking right don't bird. get. Yeah. Um but but yeah, I I would I could see another one coming out of this. Uh, I, well, I'm, but I mean, but we can we can, there, there know, are there are other things too we can talk about sure. with this movie. Um like Quite okay, a few. so so there's, you know, uh, what so one like you, you said that you were laughing during this movie which is which is really surprising because like that scene where he runs into the door hilarious it's one of those moments <laughs> where i'm just i'm watching it and i'm like it's it's kind of like it is the tragedy of the character sure. in that even when he's trying to be serious he does something slapstick but you're so disturbed by him and you're so detached and you're also just kind of like I feel like you were able to look at it funny because you did have a little bit more of a disconnection than say like me or maybe even most people in the theater. Yeah. I think that like it's supposed to be funny. So I don't, 
There's many moments in this that are supposed to be funny. You can tell he's a sick humored motherfucker. You've got the scene where he drops the handgun in the room with all the sick kids. That was funny. That was funny. It's I'm sorry. It's fucking funny in a crazy kind of way when he's sitting there laughing at the setups of the jokes and not the punchlines. That's funny. It was like you were laughing, but it's this very uneasy laughing. Oh, see, I was just like, this is fucking great. I, um, I, I, I'd I, say I, the, that doesn't mean I don't understand that the character is fucked up. It's just that I know this is a movie. Right. And it doesn't hurt the message of the movie. I was just I so thought it was funny. I think the opening shot of him laughing and trying not to laugh and like and the coughing and the wheezing that he's doing. Loved that shit. Loved um, it. Uh, that wasn't the opening scene. No, was but it? the opening was, scene, he's doing a, like right, making a yeah. smile on his face, and then. then he gets his shit stolen, and then he goes to the. I believe he, the first time we find out he has the condition is when he's on the bus trying to make the little kid laugh, and that woman's just an asshole to him, and he pulls the no, card out and no, shows he, it. He, uh, I thought he had it. I thought there was like a close up. Anyways, I, I, I will be seeing this again because it's a movie I, I still am processing. I'm processing it out, processing out, out loud right now. That scene, though, like that was the moment where I'm like, I'm we're fucked. Like this movie is fucked. Like the fact that we're dealing with an uncontrollable laughter and <laughs> and 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 it can kind of like break your heart and disturb you at the same time because he's trying so hard to not have it's it happen. It's so perfect for Joker. Like it's mm. such a perfect little character bit mm. for a Joker movie. Right now. So, yes, he becomes a different character. Yes. Arthur is vastly different at the end. When he goes on the show, I'm sitting there and he comes out and he does. He kisses the lady and he does like the little dance and shit. Yes. I'm like, okay, this is actually like the Joker. It feels like the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. And and then he kind of goes back into Arthur a little bit with the hurt feelings with the you brought me on. To make fun of me. It's great. It was. I mean, and that's the moment where I'm like, you know what? There is vindication of him as a character. And the movie does do it intentionally because now you don't condone his actions, but you do believe that Robert De Niro deserves something. No, no, no. I, I, okay. I understand that like, yeah, there's some empathy for his character and you understand he's why he's doing what he's doing. But I'm looking at it from the other way of like, this is why you don't treat people like shit. Yes. That's how I see it. I mean, I think that's a good way. I think that's a positive way right. of walking I out of the movie. I don't think it. I don't. I don't necessarily see it as vindication for how he's acting. Now, it's just to me. It's just like every fucking slasher movie. I'm rooting for the fucking slasher. He's mm. the guy. He's the one who's entertaining to watch. I know that I'm not Jason or Freddy Krueger. I'm not about to go right. fucking kill a bunch of people. Right. But it, I'm just saying with the and, and they do a great job. I mean, it's just it's the problem also of the character in and of itself because the character is is bigger than this movie so like people love the joker so when he starts doing joker shit people are like this is great this is what i want (laughs) and some people like you and i can look at it and say it's great because it's entertainment and as he's an interesting character doesn't mean we condone what he does some people like him literally for what he stands for he likes okay. the, they like the idea of the anarchist you know the the fuck you to the system yeah and sure. there is a certain amount of there really is i truly believe there really is there's dual messages in this which is why it's 
it's troubling and it's it's hard to pin down for me how I feel about it because See, I don't want to support something that is going to that's asking people to go out and act violently. It's not and, though, and I don't. But it's I don't, not though. I I. It's not. I don't know. Oh come! It's on. just it's very. Not. It's just very tough. See, to me, I feel like. I feel like the only reason you're saying that is because he's the main character. Because guess what? People fucking love the Joker in every fucking Joker movie that he's in. Right. And the only reason it's okay to love him is because he's the bad guy and Batman's there. But, like, are we shocked that the Joker acts like this? No, He's no, the no, fucking no. Joker, right? Right. I'm just... There was something that you said a little bit ago that I'm trying to. I had like a, a thought oh, on. Sorry, I probably fucked it up. You know, no, being no, me, it's being just, the asshole. No, I just, I really did like it. Like I liked it a lot. Sure, um, it is a movie about the dangers of alienating people, people not being treated for things that they should be treated for. Sure, um, it's definitely, it or, definitely, actually does kind of make the Democrat argument of or or left argument whatever you want to say which is if things get too bad for people down on the streets it's bad for everybody there's got to be a level of like you got to keep people above a certain level I suppose or, you could say that i think well i think that's that's just history like sure statistically, no, no 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 but i'm saying i'm not talking about your point i'm saying oh, okay. you could say that that's the message of the movie i i don't know if i 100 percent agree with that Oh, okay. Like these people aren't they? They aren't responsible for their own actions, and no, I don't know that. Like that's where we can disagree. That's fine, but that makes it a more interesting movie, right? Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, okay, take the fact that there it's a garbage strike. Like that's something that's going on sure. in the background. It's the idea that literally this is such a shitty town that literally there's garbage everywhere. You know, that's a nice little nugget of information we get that kind of just brings a little more life to the movie. Right. That's well, one of those things. You I know just, what I mean? I just looked at it as like it's supposed to. I think it's supposed to be a metaphor. I think it's supposed to be a metaphor for like why everybody, why tensions are so sure. high, you know? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's also interesting that you said, you know, people being treated for things that are not being treated for things that they should be treated for. And it's yeah. like, well, or maybe not, or maybe the Joker was all hopped up on pills for whatever, since he was a kid and right, he's all he, fucked up. But when he got off his pills was when, uh, you know, yeah, but when he, he started I mean, killing people. Sure. But he's also a way more like, caught like he seems like a more uh um with it person right you know what he i'm does, saying he so, seems more with it but i guess that's kind of like the question is is like do you do you allow somebody to be themselves if it means that they're gonna kill people well or do you sedate no, them and just oh no of course not but you know? i'm saying you're under the assault like who knows if he would have turned out that way well, that's, that's kind of like the whole point of the movie it's like do we don't know how he would turn out because we don't know if it's genetic right because we know his mom is crazy we just know that people are dicks <laughs> and we yeah and we know that society and that's like this thing of like it's almost like this perfect storm creating this character and so there is in some way, it's actually really great because it kind of pays homage to the idea of like the Joker doesn't have a singular origin story. Sure. There's not one thing, even when he kills those jackass frat boy type dudes. Yes. Um, it's still not the thing that completely breaks him. No, there I, are so many things that break him throughout the movie. I liked that too because, like, the first two, you could argue self defense, but then the third guy that he chases down yeah. and kills. It yeah, was nothing's it was, just given to you. It was fantastic. And there's a moment of real honest to God triumph where 
he goes and he kisses the the girl. Sure. And obviously it's we don't know well, at the time, but it's in, fake. Uh, so like a few people I've talked to spotted. I can't believe how obvious it was that it was fake. Really? Yeah. And I didn't catch it. I well, how, was tricked. What was the thing? Well, there were, I didn't catch it. Well, he had already. Oh, God. What? I feel like there was a moment when he had already like kind of gone into being delusional. Mm. Like there was a scene where he talked about it or something. And then you just think back on it. It's like really oh he walked up to her door out of nowhere and just kissed her right and and then there's like the the montage where she's with him at like the hospital Mm. i don't know it was just very like looking back i felt like kind of foolish that i didn't spot it i i get well the real setup for it is when he's watching robert de niro on tv and then he goes through this huge yes uh uh make-believe thing in his head um Yes, that's a good example. That was well, I mean, that was where you were set up the idea that he's a truly unreliable narrator. But I it's played as like almost singular because nothing else in the movie that never happens again outside of all of the shit going on with the girl. Right. right? But at the time, you don't know that that's fake because that's a large chunk of the movie. There's also the scene where he's watching his mother after he reads the papers that say the adoption papers and he's imagining that scene. And basically in his version of that scene, like Thomas Wayne made her sign all this shit. Right. 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 Yeah, there was that. There was that. Um, God, there was some just really great shit in this and that's why i kind of go like to the music choices still sort of cling sort of clinging to my idea that there's a certain amount of vindication in this because when he's becoming the joker when he comes back from um i forget what it was but uh he's like i had a really bad day sure uh and he goes into zazzy beats uh apartment um the music is incredibly ominous and just it's just all dark tones. And then at the end of the movie, it is very triumphant. It's it's operatic. It's it is triumphant. It, okay. It's from his point of view though. Right. I know I, I get that. I'm just I, saying I, like if you're not picking up on everything. Yeah, but why is that Todd Phillips' problem? Why is that the creator's problem? I just think you have I, I'm not saying it's necessarily his problem. I'm saying it can be become problematic. If you're not if you're not handling it well, I guess okay. if, you're, if you're I think it's just one of those things where maybe a little bit more thought might have gone further. That, I, that was my whole that was my whole point was yeah, that no, I, maybe it could have been handled a little better. But should he do that if he thinks it's going to hurt his movie, his right. piece of art that he's creating? Right. If, and it ham- I get, right. if it hampers the movie, then no, I, right. I that's my opinion. I like this conversation, though. Right. I think it's a fair you know, I, I just I don't and I haven't come down on either side. It's kind of one of those things like I'm never going to go out and boycott this movie. It's well made. It's incredibly well acted. It's one of the best of the year. It is. It's an A minus. Fuck it. I've talked myself into it. But it doesn't mean that it's like an easy movie. It's sure. not easy thematically. I don't think it's I, I don't think a lot of things are in life are black and white. But this is definitely one of those things where I'm like. Yeah, it's it's good and bad. that's good though. It's it's a right? good movie. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, I like that. It makes me think. It does scare me 
a little bit that there are people out there who are going to see this the wrong way and probably you there, know there's a billion other right, things out there right that they can and you're see. right and, and it takes me back to and this might be boring for people because they're like <laughs> well god damn it just fucking figure it out alex for fuck's sake but i think the reason why i look at this different than a video game Okay. Is because like video games tend not to really represent reality more often than not. No, there's a hundred percent not. If you're a discerning, even if you're a discerning eight year old, you understand the pixels on the screen are not real people. Yes, and you understand that there aren't monsters like that, and that blah 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 blah. Like you get it. Like even Grand Theft Auto is is a heightened reality where things aren't yes. real. There are people on the side of the street who yell "cheesy vagina" when you but drive. But this by was fast. a very realistic. It's a depiction. very real movie, and I think that's why. It bothers me a little bit. But again, I mean, we've had these kind of gritty dramas like this before with mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of anti-hero type characters. Right. Um, this isn't something new. I know for a lot of people, they feel like this is something new, but it might be new to the superhero world, mm. I guess. But I wasn't like blown away like I had just seen some original masterpiece and this is like a huge change from something that's and maybe that's just because I've been delving into horror my whole life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think there is a lot of like horror movie feeling shit in this, by the way. I would agree. Yeah. So I. I don't know. I, I, I just I don't get I thought it was I loved it. I didn't tell you what. I did not expect to like it as much as I did. I really didn't. I thought this was maybe like a people like the smell of their own farts type movie. Right. You know what I mean? I. Do you agree? I was so blown away. Yeah. I'm so incredibly blown away. I can't. It's the. I. I I mean, I had like a really great discussion for like three hours after the movie. Okay. And one of the revelations I had is like. Some of the like the biggest movies that have inspired like the biggest like wows and and just emotion and real. This is an experience. It's 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 I feel like it's an experience. And the two biggest ones for me this year are Endgame and this as far as like an experience in a theater. I was like, this was different. No, I just feel like the only reason people feel that way is because he's a joker. I, I don't. No, for me, it was the watch Taxi Driver. It's a better movie than this. And it's like the same concept. The man down on his luck. Right. You get to know him a little better. He's a little bit more of a real person, I guess. Oh, but here we go. I know maybe enough, maybe enough Joker talk. Um, And I will say, yeah, I like I do like Taxi Driver more, more. Yeah, it's Um, better. I mean, in my opinion, it's an objectively better movie, but. That doesn't mean that it it gave me the same feeling as watching Taxi Driver, which is not something you get in most theater viewings. Like that's that's probably true. Especially not for the mass audiences. This is going to be something new for them. Well, it's it's an emotion I hadn't like the amount of uh, dread and sort of just forebodingness in this movie uh, was a feeling that I hadn't felt in a movie in a really long time. Well, okay, here's a question for you on the dread like that feeling jet um did you ever have moments where you were like okay we get it during this yes that was happening yes a, like a lot a more little than, bit at the beginning 
Right. Because yeah. you're like, okay, I get he it. He gets like, hit by this. He's yeah. down on his luck. He's got this problem. He's I, got that problem. Can I bring up like one shot that bothered me? Okay. So he gets in the fridge, takes all the shit out, yep. gets in the fridge. Yep. It's that hand handheld thing. <laughs> and then he gets in the fridge and then the camera starts moving. Like it's like it's really held by a person. It starts like kind of going in sure. a little bit more. But then they just cut. Okay. And then he's he's in the bedroom and, and he gets the call. And that from one the bothered you? It bothered me because why did you do the whole like the camera's moving in? It felt like the camera was getting ready to do something and then it never did anything. And it's like. Now, I don't know where you go with that shot. It's kind of why, like, it should have just been a static shot, in my opinion. But the fact that it moved and it moved around and it made you conscious of the fact that there was a cameraman moving the camera felt so incredibly stupid to me. Okay. I it was I like the, I like when people pick up on shit. Now, next time I watch it, I'm going to be that conscious shit, of it. It bothered me. And there was one other. It didn't bother me as much, obviously, because uh, I can't remember it. But, um, yeah, there was one other shot that bothered me. But that one was like, you didn't even need the goddamn. Come on, th- Todd. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Come on, Todd. <laughs> he, he really got into that. All right. Uh, last thing about Joker I wanted to bring up before we can move on. Um, people are talking about, you know, this is better than Heath Ledger. I do not agree. Oh, I okay. Well, I'm glad you brought this up. I... In no way, shape, or form would ever even put this in the same. Like, okay, if this, if if we're doing a letter grade right. scale, and Heath Ledger was the A plus, mm-hmm. this wouldn't be. This is like a A minus B plus, yeah. In my opinion, right? B- because Heath Ledger owned a movie with like twenty five minutes or twenty minutes of screen time, right? And I felt like he was actually more complex. I felt like there were more unanswered driving things about him as a character that I have no answers to that are. I mean, I feel like if we had gotten answers to them, he might actually be as sort of one dimensional. But the fact that they basically made Arthur in this just poor, poor old Arthur and then he gets bullied and then he snaps, that kind of makes him a little one dimensional. Oh, it's 100 percent true. So it's 100 percent true that the character in the Dark Knight, that representation of Joker is fascinating because every time he tells a story, it's a new bullshit story. About but but his, he's into it, too. So you don't know so, how much of it yeah, is real. Right. Like and you don't fully know what motivates him. And he says things that are contradictory to what he actually. So many awesome scenes right i mean it's you know and and i don't even it's not fair to me to compare the two i guess because but but if you look at the dark knight Mm -hmm. i mean i think about some of the shit when he's having the conversation with harvey dent in the hospital unbelievable when he's fucking burns the pile of money yep when he just everything he does in that movie is gold money he it's immediately the first time so, sending a message the first time i saw that i walked out of the theater and i said well like you've got darth vader and you have Heath he Ledger's Ledger's Joker. Joker, yep. like that's the conversation yep. that's how amazing it it yep. was i it was what i mean i can't i can't overstate how much i loved the dark knight when it first came out and i still love the movie I watched that movie three times opening weekend. 
I saw that movie 11 times in theaters. It's a masterpiece. It's fucking it's amazing. A masterpiece. But yeah, I mean, I also think not just performance wise or, or maybe I guess script wise with the character. Well, both, both. I also think he's more faithful to the comics because he is that genius. And he does have, Joker does have a driving philosophy behind what he does despite the fact that he doesn't monologue about that shit all the time but maybe that's what like maybe we can imagine that joaquin phoenix's joker gets there right he could he could i mean all they'd really have to do is set up like a a scene at the beginning where he's reading a shit ton of books about you know learning things and shit all of a sudden it's like oh he's Learned a bunch of things. He's or still he crazy. Just, he's off his meds and all of a sudden he's like, huh, like I've got some pull here. I'm pretty charismatic. Like, yeah. uh, you know, who knows? He turns it into a like, oh, well, I can use these people. Yeah. Oh, and uh, last thing I wanted to say about the movie and then we can move on to shit we watched. Okay. I, I mean, you can tell I actually what? really like this movie because I want to keep talking. I'd like to mention Jack Nicholson as a great Joker, too. Can we just say yeah. that Jack Nicholson D- was great? D- different time. I look at it as a different performance. Um, very much more cartoony, but he's those got, movies were just, he's got, he, but he's another one who's just, he's got like, you think of that movie and there's so many little great lines. Yes. He has. yes. Never rub another man's rhubarb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's fucking Yo, great. My number one. He's so my good. number one guy. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, he's fantastic. He is absolutely fantastic. I love, I, I do. I love him. But your that last movie. thing about the Joker. The last thing about the Joker is I, I kind of love the last shot where it's him with the bloody feet and then he's being chased. And I felt like this is quintessential Joker. It was interesting that that even part, because there's a weird disconnect. I'm glad you brought that up. You've brought up a good few good things tonight that I wouldn't have thought of to bring up. So there's, it's a weird like cut there because you go from like, oh, he's in the streets Mm. with like his new gang Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, well, he's like, they broke him out. Like he's yep. gonna, you know, yep. all of a sudden he's in a mental asylum. Yep. And it's uh, now I don't believe this, but bear with me. It's almost as if like how much of this movie was even real. Mm. Oh, I see. Okay, I you know see what, what I'm saying? saying. Like right. it's a weird because of the cut is so weird. We don't see how they got him. Like all of a sudden he's in a mess. How long has it been? I kind of know. I I know why they didn't do that though. Okay, but I also get what you're saying because if you're already establishing the um, every he's delusional, the, 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 he's the, delusional, the, un, the unreliable narrator. Right, that would be the ultimate unreliable narrator. Sure. But but I'll tell you why I don't like it is because I hate goddamn movies where it's all a dream. Well, right. Well, that's why I like that. Even if that is like what maybe the part of the movie was bullshit. Part mm. of it, you know. And I don't think any of it was outside of what we were explicitly told. But I like the idea, if you're going to do that, to not let your audience know that. Right. It's almost kind of an interesting way to end it because it was a weird cherry on top of the movie. I didn't hate it. I'll tell you why I liked it. Well, I know why they did it, because, like I said, they've kind of they've mystified him in a way at the end when he's on the top of the car and he spreads the blood to make the makeup. They have solidified him as that character. Yes. And to then demystify him by having him get arrested, it it takes a little bit out of that moment. It takes a little bit out of the ending. So when you do the hard cut to he was caught, I mean, let's not think like he was just going to get away and be out forever. Right. So, boom, he got caught. He's here. Just the fact that he's embraced the whole like, 
you wouldn't get it thing. And then he kills the lady and just starts dancing about it yeah. in the hall. Oh, and the slapstick nature of running back and forth as the guards are trying to catch him in, in slow motion. Right. It's like a cartoon. It was like a cartoon. Yeah. They even did like almost like a Bugs Bunny type of like text at the right. end. And I was like, that is, I think, the perfect way to end a Joker movie. Well, so I think there's a lot of stuff in this that is meant to be viewed as like this weird, dark, cartoony, fucked up, dark humor thing. Mm. I think there's a lot in this movie that's like that. And I had a blast watching it. I know that people like I it was funny because on the way home, the wife was like, oh, yeah, that was fun. And I looked over and I'm like, fun. Fun. I wouldn't expect that from you. But I was I had a good time. Right. I mean, it's disturbing. It's disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. But. But it, it's also fun to see a superhero movie and it's not, you know, I know we love our Marvel movies. Right. But it's not. But it's not that. It's not the same old, same right. old. Right. Which is, I think, why it, it's doing so well. It's so funny that Scorsese just picked the perfect time to make that comment. Yeah. I don't know why he. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, Marvel movies. And he was going to be producer on this for the longest time, but he had to drop out due it to the Irishman. It makes perfect sense yeah. watching the movie that he would have been tagged with some involvement in this at some point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's enough of Joker. Are we, that's, are we done? That's enough. So shit we watched? Sure. Whoa. Shit we watched. All right. Uh, so I uh, have not had a busy watching week once again okay um i went and saw ghost on saturday night in minneapolis front row fantastic um and yeah it was really good i uh, i enjoyed it but you know uh i i'm a little sad because i think they've spoiled me alex really how so because the first the last tour they did they were just by themselves with no openers right um, and this time they had a uh, opener called Nothing More. Who, Nothing More. Yeah, I liked them. Okay. But then they don't play as much Ghost. Ah, so I they, see. last time they did two sets. So it's like you get to see Ghost twice. This is the epitome of first world problems. <laughs> it really, it did change the show though. It felt mm. like a little bit less of like a, like an event. Plus the place was bigger. Okay. Um, which we should come to expect as they get bigger. They play bigger places. Sure. Good for them. Um, but yeah, it was great. I uh, Yeah, I was surprised at how many people were there. It was sold out. Fucking huge. Apparently, some people didn't get in because the armory in Minneapolis has a policy at a sold out show that if you're not there by the time the main... <sighs> band starts oh. they they close you out but you went to the armory yeah that is Have a you fucking great venue yeah it's awesome it's so good it is amazing i want to see uh dead mouse there dude it God was great damn. yeah oh. really cool place but fuck them though because <laughs> no honestly fuck them right. so we showed up we had vip tickets so our check-in was at 5 p.m uh they didn't let us in till almost six and the open the doors people like general admission were at six that was doors okay they didn't start letting them in until later and then people didn't get in who were at the venue like an hour before the show like oh that sucks and it's like you never know who to blame right do you blame the band was something fucked up with them right do you blame the armory 
I mean, I don't know, just a shit show. But the show was great. Nothing more was really fun. I have plan on listening to their music. They had like this, they had a couple weird like contraptions. Like they hooked their bass guitar up to this thing and all three of them are playing it. And like there's this weird fucking oh. sound. I have to Google this thing to figure it the fuck out. But they were a lot more fun than I thought. Cool. So, that- and that's for our buddy Derek, who uh, is the co-host of the Poolside podcast. Yes. Yes. So listen to his show. But he, uh, he, he mentioned that he liked them. Great. Uh, you know, great. I'm, I'm glad you brought up Derek because Derek has been uh, been with ah. us since basically the beginning. Yes. So uh, we shout love out you, to Derek. Derek. Yep. You my boy. <laughs> you my boy, Derek. Um, so my shit we watched. I watched. Uh, Olympus has fallen. Like the original. The like, original. Is that the first one? Yeah, first okay, one. Okay, and? Is this, this the movie that you were talking about? Yes. The okay. Yep. okay. I only had one home viewing this week. Okay. Um. Yeah, this movie is, is bad. This is a very bad movie. Sure. <laughs> uh, Gerard Butler cannot... Okay, one. The bad guys who are bad guys you see coming a mile away... They don't even, it's like they don't even try to hide it, but there's, they're not like sitting there going like, like twisting their mustaches. Sure. You just know. You just know based on how the character was introduced. Oh, I'm, I'm so-and-so and this is my bodyguard, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you are the bad guy. Cool. Right. Classic. Um, Gerard Butler goes in and out of his Scottish accent. Oh, no. It's so annoying. Um... How many sequels has this movie spawned, by two, the way? Two. The second okay. one just came out. That was the... Uh, Are you sure it's not the third? Yeah, two sequels to this movie. So there was oh, London so Has Fallen. The and then, second sequel came yeah, out. Yeah, the it. second Ooh, sequel. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the thing is, is <laughs> um, Aaron Eckhart is the president in this. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I like never him. thought... Aaron Eckhart was a bad actor until oh, this movie. Oh, no, really? Yes. Is he bad in it? He's bad. The writing is terrible. He has a son in it and like their mom dies okay. at the beginning, which is like why Gerard Butler is so tortured because he was part of the Secret Service, but then he let the president's wife die. So now he's just a cop because the president couldn't forgive him and he can't forgive himself. But don't worry. He's the man. He's still a man. He's the only man in this movie. All other men shall bow to him. He is the man of oh, men. You probably hated this. Then. It's 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 so. It is it is. It's like man, rampage. I, I'm man man. Yeah right. You know like the rock I, and his. Yes mo- yeah yes. He's the only one that can do anything competent. He's the only one that knows the right answers. He's in the right place at the right time all the time. Everybody is so incompetent that he faces that he looks great by comparison. But if you're a discerning individual, you're like, well, that's that's choreography that makes no sense. You had a knife on him and you had him close and you could have just ended it. But then you let him get out of arms. Like, why did you do that? I thought you were like super well trained. Anyways. It's Man Man, the movie. Um, let's see here. He hasn't been working for the White House. <laughs> I'm just sorry. Sorry. He hasn't. Okay, one. One. I'll just say the fact. Th- this is so great. The main premise is that the White House gets taken out and the president is taken to a bunker underneath the White House where there's some like secret missile Cody things. That, like where you know, Dick Cheney like orchestrated the 9-11 responses. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like when they. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so the idea is that 
we weren't ready for this attack. Well, one, there's this big ass like you know, one of those planes that like uh, like the cargo planes. Okay, it's coming through. It's going into Washington D.C. It's intercepted by two F-15s or whatever. I don't fucking know. I my think plans. they're F-16s. Whatever. It's one less. They're a little worse. Okay. They're a lot worse. <laughs> they're so much worse. They, they, it's, how did it even get in the city? And then it's intercepted by two and they're like, you have two more seconds to comply. No, they would blow it up instantly. It got into the fucking city and then they responded with two and then the White and House. This is post 9-11. This is post this 9-11. Is like, this is like we know. Yes. That, like right now, I guarantee you that the country is a lot more ready right. for that kind of shit than right. they were that day when they were caught with their you right. know, hands on their balls. And then I'm sitting here and I'm like, all these terrorists come out from like, I think it's North Korea or something. Okay. Um, and uh, and it's like, wow, you're so topical. <laughs> just i just love it and then uh they, they they take out everybody they take out like the goddamn army and i'm like if there's one city in america that's like that is gonna be impenetrable yeah but that's what's awesome no no you want to know what you do is you make it goddamn believable then i feel the horror then i feel the tragedy oh man they have this slow motion shot where the terrorists take down the the bullet ridden oh they even do a cut they do a an insert cut to when the the american flag gets shot with bullets and it's the american oh, flag With, like, on the top of, in it yeah shit. on the top of the white house that and then there's the slow motion shot where the enemies are taking it down and it's during sunset oh but then gerard butler goes into the house and he's there and oh man i just i'm starting to remember all these you're, things you're describing what you're describing to me sounds like a Jack Ryan for our new stupid generation. Yes. Like, you know like, what it really is? You know what I mean? Like, it's like that type of a story, but like, instead of having it be like a thoughtful, like character driven right. narrative where there's like intelligent conversations and right. it's just, you know, the army shows right. up. Yep. And <laughs> I, I looked at it and like, I was like, this is, this is diehard. And you want to know why it's diehard? Because they got a black guy on the outside <laughs> in Morgan Freeman. Oh, who is, who is the one who who the white guy on the inside is communicating? Shut with. up. They do that exact thing. Yep. Oh, God. And then he's got a wife and his wife just doesn't understand why he's so he can't tell his wife he's in the White House, but she knows. And I love the oh, fucking. we've seen that a billion times. And I love the fucking fact. It, it felt like it was written by man, dude the script writer because it's like oh we got to get some women in here well what should we have the wife do oh you know what women do they take care of people she'll be a nurse <laughs> and i'm just so fucking sick of that like she couldn't be it's either a nurse or a fucking teacher that's what she was gonna be yeah at least we get that though we still let let the men hang on to something oh else. god it's so fucking shitty. Um, he has been absent from the White House for like a year and a half. He still knows the passcode to get a gun out of the wall in the Oval Office. Oh, they don't change those. Yeah, they never change them. I mean, I have to change my password at work every like two weeks. Two, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see what else is there. Oh, the the level of insulting. Jesus Christ, he's not looking at notes, by the way, people. The, this is This is all off the cuff. <laughs> um this movie fucking blew 
It's so it's bad. F, I take uh, it. I, well, it was. The thing is, is it was it's so c- bad. It, okay, it took me a little bit. I was like, okay, I heard this movie wasn't that bad, so I watched it. Was disappointed, dude. There's people that love this shit. I know. Then I started laughing at it because it's so ridiculous. Okay, that's once enjoyable. I had sort of gotten over how bad the opening was, then it just it just the movie goes too too long. It's just too long okay. to be a fun what, shit. What's movie. your grade? What's your uh, grade? It's like a D minus. Okay, is it, are there competently shot sequences? So like, sort of. I mean, they're they're fine. There's nothing good in it. Okay, they're just they're fine. All right. Um, lowest common denominator. Yes, like type movie. Yeah. They two things and I'll I'll leave it two be. more two Jesus. things. One, they insult their audience by going into one of the most well-known rooms in Western civilization and they give you the text. Gerard Butler, we know that the White it House says is, the Oval Office says on the, the screen. Oval Office on the screen. And you could have just waited because it starts out with him walking in the door okay. and then it pans. You could have waited. That would have been the way to do it. Seconds. You could have waited 10 seconds. Okay. okay. The other thing is, uh, so there are secret corridors in the White House. We all know this where they sure. keep the aliens. Um and uh, so he goes in because the president's son, who, uh, you know, is he's, he's just a normal kid because he and his dad bond over ice cream. Anyways, that was that was a, that was a slide in of like a normal, a little one, a little one. So, so terrible. We bond. Dad, how about some ice cream? You can't eat all the rocky road oh this time. God. Fucking hell. Anyways. All right. So he's in the wall. He finds the kid. And then the the leader of the terrace is like, he's in the walls. He's in the oh, walls. Of course. Yeah. So they, they get out their machine guns and there's like six dudes in this room. They go to the walls and they start aiming at the walls and they're shooting in. And he's he's like, oh, we're going to run. So we're taking the kid. He takes out his, you know, like his his handgun. And he's not looking, by the way shooting behind him through a wall and he's hitting people he hit a dude twice and they didn't hit him once this movie is garbage makes sense utter garbage i can't believe how bad that movie so was. when are you watching the next one uh next week <laughs> I, I, I want i want to watch them all now the third one has nick nolte i think yeah that's what i heard yes uh, my mom actually saw it. Oh, and? And uh, I was like, oh, so Nick Nolte is like his dad and he's the bad guy, right? And she's like, how the fuck did you know that? I'm like, because it's Nick Nolte. He's a bad guy. Yeah, I'm sure, he, I'm he's, sure he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, by the way, I heard that it's not as good as the first two. <laughs> I'm serious. That's what I heard. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how it could I be. I haven't seen anything of the three of them. But uh, I uh, excitedly, uh, Shudder came out with the new Creep Show series, which is like the, you oh. know, like Twilight Zoney horror show. Dude. One of the uh, showrunners on that is from Wisconsin. Which one? Uh, oh, God. Is Rob it? Schraub. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. So, yeah. Greg Nicotero is one of the main guys. He did uh, a lot of the Walking Dead shit. Sure. But, yeah. So, basically, there's been two episodes. Each one are a little, you know, if you've ever seen Tales from the Crypt or Twilight Zone or whatever, it's two 30-minute long vignettes. Right. And they've got these neat little, like, comic book. They're supposed to be, like, these old novelty horror comics that, like, oh. this Crypt Keeper type character. He's, like, the host, kind of. Okay. And he turns the pages, and then you zoom in on the different whatever. Uh, 
So the first one, and I've been a little shocked at the casting they've gotten for this. So the first one had um, uh, Gus from Breaking Bad. I forget that actor's name. Oh, okay. And Tobin Bell, who's the bad guy in Saw. Oh. They were both like, like not horror characters. Mm-hmm. They were like the protagonist, like scared people's characters, which oh. is fun. But that one was about like a... This kid whose dad's like a drunk and he's turning into this monster, like a real monster. Oh, nothing on the notice about that. Yeah. Uh, And then there was one with like a little girl with a dollhouse where every time she looked, there's this like there's this uh, there's this head like in the in the dollhouse, like one of the doll, like a little doll head. It looks Mm. like a little monster. It's like a screaming head. Oh, right. Just like on the couch in the (laughs) dollhouse. And every time she comes back. Like the family has moved or another member of the dollhouse family Mm. has been murdered by something (laughs) in the house. So she keeps coming back and looking and it's like and she tries like, okay, let's put a police officer doll in the house. How about we just burn the house? Well, it was kind of fun because I was expecting the moment where we see the dolls move. Mm. But that isn't how they played it. Like it was just literally like this little girl every time she would check. There was, and it was weird because there was, it was kind of creepy, mm. even though it's like, why it's kinda, is this creepy? This it's kinda, is stupid. It's kind of silly. It's silly. Yeah. The whole show is silly. There was, there was a werewolf Nazi one, uh, <laughs> was starring the guy from reanimator, Jeffrey Combs. Oh man. And um, DJ Qualls, you know, who that is from road trip, the little skinny nerdy dork from the movie road trip. Yes. Yeah. He's the star of one. Probably oh. my favorite one so far, The Finger. He actually is kind of a good actor. He's not bad. No. Now, now the movie, is, I mean, the show is cheesy as fuck. Right. It is not going to win any awards for its writing mm-hmm. or its acting. But it's fun. Fun. It's a stupid fun show. If uh, there's anything that I know about Rob Schraub, it's that he is a fun, schlocky kind of yes. guy. Oh, it's schlock to the extreme. And, and I think he embraces that. Um, it's really funny that you brought up a werewolf. Okay. Because Rob Schraub. Okay. So Dan Harmon, creator of Rick and Morty, he's also from Milwaukee. They're both from Milwaukee. Okay. And they they, they went out and you know became mild. Well, Dan's a huge success. Rob is a pretty big deal in my book because i think he's amazing sure but uh he he's part of the writer's room now in rick and morty and he's like we're gonna do a when wolf it's not a werewolf it's a when wolf <laughs> and he just keeps pitching it and, and this is like uh this is a a nugget from Schraub. yeah yeah oh my god it's i i highly recommend the show uh harmontown because it's just a look inside some of the writers in Hollywood who are good comedic writers. So I'm looking at Rob Schraub right now. Yeah. I don't know which episode it is, but he directed an episode. Sweet. So I will let you know when I know which episode it is. Okay. But, you know, it's fun. Shows like this are fun because of that, because now there's going to be a bunch of stupid little filmmakers and so not stupid little filmmakers, but, <laughs> but they're all going to get some, you know what I'm saying? Like right. maybe one of them. Like somebody discovers someone and all of a sudden they get, you know, he directed the Lego movie part two. I think he directed segments in it. I don't think he directed the whole thing. Oh, he was supposed to. He left the project. Oh, good for him. I mean, (laughs) the thing is, is like, I actually think, like I said, I recommend Harmontown. 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 If you can look up clips, there's 
Ed 209 Harmontown. YouTube that shit. You're I know. Gonna, I love my Ed 209. You're going to fucking shit it's yourself. Good. It's really funny. I do love me some Ed And if you fall down that rabbit hole, you're going to see some really good stuff. All right. Sweet. Yeah. So I've watched that. Uh, Mr. Mercedes is back. It's still really good. Um, I don't know how that show doesn't get more props, maybe because it's on like an audience network on AT&T services, but we're really fucking good. Um, this is us is back. Ooh, still, still just solid manipulative garbage. In mm. fact, I think I'll watch an episode tonight. There was one on last night. Oh boy. Or wait, is it Tuesday? It's Tuesday. It's, no, Wednesday. it's Wednesday. So there was one on last night. It's whatever day you're listening to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Bleep those days out. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, that's pretty much it. I'm trying to think if I watched any movies at home. I don't think I did. Although I am uh, hoping you will also watch uh, In the Tall Grass on Netflix because that looks like kind of a fun you in seen the, the preview for this? In the tall grass. No, it's, I haven't. I haven't watched it yet. It's a Stephen King story. So it's another Netflix Stephen King. And I think it's like people get lost in a field. It's got like Patrick Wilson in it. Um, and there's aliens or monsters or something. But I just, it looks fun. I just love the way you pitched it in the most mundane way I, ever. It, it's it's people getting lost in a field <laughs> yeah, for no. two hours. <laughs> right. That's what it is. But uh, there's some sort of monsters. Uh, but no, cast, uh, you've got, well, Patrick Wilson and a bunch of people nobody knows. Eh, well, it happens. But yeah, I'll be watching that. That looks kind of fun. All right. Um, so yeah, that'll be my I'll join you watching. on that journey. Yeah, why not? Right? Netflix. They've got a solid record with Stephen King. I've liked 19. Yeah. I like 1922. I liked uh, Gerald's game. Gerald's game was great. You almost wanted to say Harold's game because I've got you on that now. Harold. Harold. Harold's That's game. Right. That's right. <laughs> it's like the Jerry Gary thing from Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, they just started calling me that. <laughs> so good. But yeah, I don't have anything else. Oh, I, except for we do have one comment to read. Oh, boy. This week. I like comments. Yeah, we do. Uh, so we discussed The Shining last week. This so is if true. you have not watched or li- watched, if you have not listened to that episode, you can watch um, it if you want. I mean, there's just nothing going on, but you can watch it. That's true. That's true. You can just watch your phone you can, yeah. or whatever you listen to right. it on. Yeah, we've got, we're on YouTube. You can watch the still picture yeah on youtube but um yeah no solid or forget motivation says solid episode the shining is a classic but you guys treated shelly duvall like she was a side character Mm. her acting was amazing it's true that kubrick basically tortured her on set which is terrible she delivered an amazing performance that held its own against nicholson in most scenes Hmm. now you, I, I was started when we were do, having the conversation, kind of trying to, you know. Tiptoe around? No, no, no. I think she's hideous to look at. Oh, boy. Excuse me. Whew. I think that's purposeful, though. I'm sorry. If anybody wants to call me whatever, you're a liar. Sorry. You know when you watch the movie, she's weird looking. And honestly, that's not even an opinion of her as an actress or as a person. But right. that character is supposed to be weird. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um. But I was trying to say that her act like she was good in the movie mm-hmm. and you kind of stomped on me here. I didn't think you, you, thi- was, I, I, you know, I mean, opinions are like what, assholes. What, well, I know I wasn't going to go there Too cliche. <laughs> um, opinions are like onions, uh, many layers to opinions. OK, that's not cliche, okay. right? I, that's from 
I nothing. Mean, do you have a response to forget motivation here? Do you disagree I mean, that Shelly Duvall holds her a quote holds her own against Jack Nicholson? I mean, I would. De- that's scenes. that's where I would definitely disagree because okay. I don't think most people would hold their own against Jack Nicholson's. I don't think that there are many performances that can be touted up to that same level. Okay. I think she's pretty great in a couple parts in this movie. She's got some good bits. I think she's great in the baseball bat scene. I like her in that. I like her in that scene. Love her in that scene. Love her when she locks him up in the, in the, 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 I think part of it is dry food storage. Right. I think part of it is, is that I just, I'm not the biggest fan of her character. Okay. Cause she's a little, she's a little much. (laughs) (laughs) My wife. She's a little, she's, you know, like just the way she. Are you saying that? I need you to stay in bed now. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. So, so you're saying that Jack is justified. She's and a little much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure. That's exactly what you yeah, said. Violence towards women. But Go yeah, for I it. can't believe I called Shelly Duvall ugly on the podcast. And you're the one who's coming out better for it. I mean, I see value in her performance, Alex. I I do in some scenes. And I believe they I believe she's homely for a reason. I'm mm. sure Shelly Duvall at that time could doll she, herself up and be a pretty lady. She probably yeah, but she probably that, cleans up good. But in that movie, she is very scared all the time. Her eyes are big and yes. she's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. So yep. sue me, people. Please don't sue us. We don't have we don't, any money. We don't have the money. <laughs> There's nothing in Bored and Annoyed for you to grab. But yeah, so next week, Gemini Man. Jesus Christ. What is... All and right. the Breaking Bad movie. Oh, shit. That comes out this weekend That's on right. Netflix. That's right. This is going to be a weird weekend. It's going to be I weird. I can't wait for Gemini. I can't wait. Not because I think it looks good, but this is just... It's got a 38%. Oh, really? I think. Jesus. All right. Well, it's probably going to be bad that maybe it's one of those I like, though. It happens. I mean, you did like... What was that uh, Wandering City shit show? No, you liked that Wandering Earth probably more than I did. No, I haven't seen Wandering Earth. The one with the the cities that move. Oh, Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines. Yeah, I like Mortal Engines. Yeah, you like that shit show, so we'll never know. There's no way this will be better than Mortal Engines. 36%. It's going in the going in the right direction. <laughs> I'm going to go see this in high frame rate 3D, I think, just because you rarely get that experience. Mm. And I really want the most horrific version <laughs> of this experience. I really do. I really do. I want to watch I can't believe this and I'm be, be disgusted. Seeing, I can't believe I'm seeing this movie. It, Ang Lee, man, he's an artist. Is there a dove shot? I, no, do that's, we got, no, do we, no, no. That's uh, John Woo. Oh, John Woo, you're right. Ang Lee is, uh, I Hulk. wish I could quit you, Brokeback Mountain and, and, right. uh, and Artistic Hulk. Artist, yeah, Artistic Hulk. Hulk, the way he was always meant to be seen. Yes. But anyways, have a good week, people. Or don't. It's your life. It's your choice. Go I feel see like Joker. Definitely go yes. see Joker. I guess that's how we end this. Yeah. <laughs>